Hello, 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 and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, here he is with two good hands. It is Scotty Westside. Why did you have to use a fucking urine line, dude? <laughs> I hate you. I knew you would love yeah. it. Yeah, so that's exactly why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do have two good hands, unlike unlike our boy Jamie. Your hands are not as good as you think. They no, well, are. listen. <laughs> I, that really hurts my feelings because I already Scott talks think that kind of shit. <laughs> I don't think that I do. I have like sausage fingers. You do your whole all your limbs are sausage like. Really? Like your limbs remind me of <laughs> You're really um, hurting my feelings tonight. Hold on, listen. Hold on, listen, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> your limbs remind me of uh Dragon Ball Goku, not oh grown up Goku. <laughs> Just straight tubes, dude. Fuck you. That is okay. My arms all accept that. But I got I got shredded as hell legs, bro. You you got you got some nice calves. My calves are sexy as hell. <laughs> I I am I take great pride in my uh jumping ability for you know you gotta, being a white boy that I am. You gotta love a guy who takes uh good pride in his jumping ability. I thought you were gonna There's say a movie calves. about that. There is. Uh anyway. Th- what what are we doing here? Yeah, talking guys, about calves? we're back <laughs> talking about season seven. We're excited. Can you tell? I'm cracking open a little cold one over here off to the side. I'm so Scotty, you look like you're having a great time, bud. Um, yeah, I'm having a great time as usual. Anyway, uh, Zachy boy, I have, I do Scotty, have, you're looking real sausage like. Fuck you. Uh, I have something I wanted to talk to you about, uh, slightly continuing a conversation. You know what? Go ahead and ask me what I, how I did this week or what I did. Do, I don't care. Do your thing. No, do you have to do the thing though. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Are we, is this a bit? No. Well, yes, but no. Okay. Uh, how, how are you doing this week? Uh, you know what? I had a great week, Zach. Uh, I went on a little bit of a studio bender. Ghibli kick, oh! a studio Ghibli bender. <laughs> If you will, yes. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so you and I talked about this a little bit already. I believe I've mentioned on one of our pods before that one of my great shames is that I've only ever seen one Studio Ghibli movie, which was uh-huh. Princess Mononoke, which is phenomenal. Which is a great movie. Which so. is a great, great movie. Sure. Uh, and for whatever reason, I just got you know uh, a wild hair at my ass to start watching a bunch of them, and I have watched. It's not the only. That's thing. you got. Uh, it there. <laughs> I knew I could slip that. That, uh, that I, same here, but yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched three Studio Ghibli movies this week. Uh, I already Love discussed it. two of them with you. Uh, the first yes. one was My Neighbor Totoro, which was very cute and sweet and wholesome. And just fine, you know. I have no complaints about it. Sure. It's not the most amazing movie it's, in the It's world. very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts, sure. but I think it's just because it's visually iconic. Sure. Like it's just like 
like the characters are just like also they like, oh, might have you know? seen it when they were children and have a right soft right spot but like it's it. not a spectacular movie it's i mean it's totally it's fine. fine it's good there's but it's not, not a lot know. of story there but right. it, there's there's nothing wrong with it it's very sweet oh, yeah. and wholesome like i said then i watched one that does have a whole lot of story and an amazing story at that uh-huh in spirited away yes and as I explained to you the other night, that movie, that's just a fantastic movie, period. Yes. Uh, end of story. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Uh, loved it to death. The animation is incredible. It might be. Truly. It might be one of my favorite, like, just animated things ever. Like, I truly, like, the animation in particular, like, it was just, it looked it's so gorgeous. good. Yes. Truly. And considering its age, too. Yes. I think 2001. Uh, if what I recall correctly, uh, sounds about right. So I told I you I had watched these two, and you were like, "Okay, the next one you have to watch is Howl's Moving Castle," and I was uh-huh. like, "Okay, sure, done." Yeah. And uh, so I went and watched Kiki's Delivery Service instead. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. God. I did it. Okay, okay. Did, well, Kiki's I, Delivery Service no, is also no, great, I'm so just I wouldn't have been that mad. <laughs> I did watch Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. And I really liked it. Hell yeah. I do not think I loved it in the way I loved Spirited Away. Sure. Uh, I don't really have that much negative to say about it. Yeah, sure. It just, it, it's just, it's not as groundbreaking as Spirited Away. Sure. It's not as, like, monumental. And I can, I can see that. I will say, however, uh, I think Calcifer is probably my new favorite character in anything. Yes! Better. Dude, uh, Cal is the dude, best. Calcifer dude. fucking rules. He he tries to be this like, oh, I'm this big scary fire demon, but he's actually like a total sweetheart and just like oh, yeah. is so funny. Like it's like the opposite of you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> yeah, opposites attract. I guess I don't know. I I loved Calcifer. He was so funny. Like Truly. he's always showing great concern for Howl, and <laughs> there was the really funny bit when Howl comes in and she's cooking on him. And Hal's like, uh, you're usually not so accommodating, Calcifer. And he's just like, she bullied me. And it's just like, <laughs> it's very funny. Love Calcifer. Calcifer's uh, the best. Also a great movie. But yeah, definitely. I think I think Spirited Away might have passed Princess Mononoke. Uh, I, I, that's funny to say for me to say that my favorite Ghibli movie because it was the only one I had seen for the longest sure. time. Sure. But Mononoke is, is a... Truly is a yes. phenomenal. Movie. Truly, truly phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, there's there's your little Scott's Ghibli update. Oh man, that's a what a pleasant way to start. Yeah, this podcast, I, yeah. See, aren't you glad I did that little bit for you? <laughs> I I am actually very excited and happy and appreciative that you're watching some Ghibli. Yeah, yeah. Ghibli, Ghibli. Expanding. People say it two different words. Yeah, ways. true. Doesn't How- matter. Is it I don't fucking it, know. Okay, fair enough. I like to. I say, say both. Least. Whatever comes out, just that's what it is. It's it, whatever you feel. You know, that's what that's what cinema is. Whatever comes out, that's <laughs> what it is. I try to live by that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it a fart? Is it a shit? <laughs> whatever comes out, man. Just yeah. Just li- live and die True. by that shit. <laughs> so that was my week. How was your week, pal? Uh, my week's been been fine. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had some some family stay in town with us, uh, who are moving out here soon. So we were kind of driving them around uh, over the weekend, looking at places for them to move into. It was a good time. 
Good. Uh, had a photo shoot that was great. Is it hot as balls down there like it is up here? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, today was a super chill, relaxed day, so mm-hmm. we didn't really go outside much other than to like take the dog out. But um, I just burped into the mic. You're welcome. Uh, but yesterday was tough. Like we were out and about driving around looking at places all day. Yeah. And like, yes, we're in an AC like AC car, but you get out like in, in stop and go traffic and then like cruising through like neighborhoods. Like it just, it doesn't like cool, like cold. And I kind of think I need like some Freon or something. Um, so it it was just like gross. And then, and then I had a photo shoot after that. So then I had drove an hour South to go to this, to the college to do a graduation shoot for a client which was great. It was a great shoot, but it was fucking hot as dick outside. Got up to like um, 97 here today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, was not enjoyable. But overall, good weekend. Nothing to complain about other than the heat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. But I I am... I'm actually very excited, Scott. Good. Uh, because I think this is the only... So I've only ever seen season seven. I, I'm pretty sure only the one time. This will be my third time through it. I've seen it twice. I definitely okay. rewatched it before season eight, and then of course. Okay, and I don't think time. I don't think we did, and that that's always been our like tradition. Yeah. But I, I want to say we were like in the middle of like moving and oh sure, just like we had a lot going on at the time that season eight was coming like, up. Yeah, coming up, and I, I don't think we we rewatched season seven. So this is uh, like I remember very little, and uh, yeah, so same. But I feel like partially is is me intentional, me protecting myself from harm. Um, you know, it's like a defense mechanism. Um, I yeah. do not like this season. I am on record as saying it is the worst season by a lot. Uh. And I think part of that feeling was why I wanted to read watch it uh, before to like, did I really hate it that much? And I don't really remember my my outcome after this one, after my second watch through. But this will be interesting. I am interested uh, to see what we think about it, what our collective view on it is here. Sure. Yeah. But before, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I I was just going to say, like, this is going to be maybe slightly a different uh dynamic yeah. for our listeners and watchers like scott and i spend so much time talking about pretty much everything season one through six because i i do recall not loving season seven i know i wasn't as negative as right, scott was about it yeah um but i've only ever watched it the once so like anytime game of thrones comes up in conversation which which is often uh you know we're not really chatting about the stuff no. in this season so I like I guess our our opinions will not have been like influenced by each other's sure. previous conversations. Yes. Uh, I feel like yeah. our conversations like 99% of the time stop at the end of season 6. Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's that that's definitely true. So, you know, I mean, we, you and I I feel like look at things similarly and end up like usually end up at the same take sure. or or a very similar take. 
anyway. Uh, but this might be a little different, especially under a more like focused yeah. lens. The I'm, way that we're doing the podcast. I'm very curious to see. I, I'm excited to get into it here because I'm curious to see if we're on the same wavelength still. Because I feel like if there if there was a time when you and I were going to differ a little bit more, it might be these last two seasons. But right. before we do that, I have another special surprise for you, Zach. Well, it's not really I love a, it. it's not really a surprise. I already told you. I got them stats. You got them stats. I got to pull these bitches up on my yes. phone. Well, so this is where we last checked in. This is not current. This was 51. Okay. Uh, right. Just okay. as a refresher, because I, I think a couple things are interesting here. Uh, so where we last left off uh, at the start of season six, Tywin, Tyrion, Jon, Daenerys, Arya were top five in that order. Right. Uh, Cersei, Littlefinger, Jamie the Hound, Davos, Sam, Bobby B, Rob, Marjorie, and Sansa rounded out. Wait. Hold Wait, on. this is current. No, this is current. <laughs> I thought I hid. There we go. I, I'm on the ball here. Sorry. <laughs> Where we last left off at the start of season Way to six. let the cat out of the yeah. bag, you piece of shit. So, okay. So here's. We're not editing that. No, no, no. We don't edit anything anymore. Tywin, Tyrion, John, Daenerys. That was the biggest thing I wanted to draw attention to. Those were one through four at the start of the season. S- say them again, please. Tywin, Tyrion, John, Daenerys. That has not changed. Right. Okay. They are still that exact same order. Uh,. At the start of season seven, the big difference is John had 50 total points and Tyrion had 71. He was behind by 21 points. And as you can see now, John is now actually technically in a second place tie with Tyrion. Wow. He yeah. Gained 21 points last season. Yeah, John had a stellar season. John has had a stellar couple seasons in a row. Now, he does have a lower uh, points per appearance, average points per game, if you will, than Tyrion. So Tyrion uh, will hold the tiebreaker over him, I guess. But the other super interesting thing to me is that Tyrion gained zero points last season. That is absurd. That is wild. I remember there were a couple times we considered putting him on the list, but he never quite made it. Wow. So Tyrion went in all of season six gaining zero points. You know, that's that really is crazy. I mean, but like when you really think about it, like. Did he? Yeah. like Tyrion didn't have kind of. he did have good scenes. Don't yes. please don't misunderstand. But he took a but, lot of L's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he 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 was not really the best version of Tyrion right. in last season. For sure. So the other big development uh from last time is uh Arya and Cersei have passed Littlefinger. Uh, Arya moved up into the top five, and Cersei Arya also had a good season. Arya had a solid season. Cersei took the sixth spot. Uh, Jamie and the Hound moved up a bit. Davos moved up a bit. Uh, I think most everybody else is about where they were. I think Sansa moved up a bit. But I, you know, it, it it's to this day, it still makes me so happy that Bobby <laughs> D has a perfect yes five point Yes, he does points for appearance he absolutely dude. does almost as impressive as rob's uh who has a four and a half 
points per appearance, only got first or second on his six appearances. Uh, yeah, that is wild. Pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, I promise to remember to give this full list to Zach so he can put it up on the Instagram. I I know that's a running. It's a totally a running bit that I always say we're gonna, and then we never do. But I I, I do fully intend to this time and i well i already have it in my email well yeah so but I'm, you just I'll have the top 15 and you can put that up but i was going to give you the whole thing too but anyway that is that was a joke that should have been made you always give me the the whole thing <laughs> we're gonna talk about I, just, I can't i can't help myself season seven episode one dragonstone and i'm gonna start us off with this recap are you ready here buddy let's do the thing all right we begin season seven at the twins. And hey, old Walter Frey is back. I missed him. Except surprise, it's actually Arya wearing his face. And she poisons every last Frey at a feast, completing her revenge for the Red Wedding. Up north, Bran sees the White, Walk- White Walkers and their army of the dead on the move as he and Mira arrive at the wall. And hey, old Dollar said is back. Missed him too. Yes. Uh, Bran scares the shit out of poor Ed, and he lets them through the wall. At Winterfell, Jon says they need to find Dragonglass to help defeat the White Walkers, and that both men and women will need to fight. Lady Mormont backs him up and puts the other Northern Lords in their places, as usual. Mm-hmm. Tormund agrees to take over the defense of Eastwatch by the Sea on the wall. Sansa openly challenges Jon about what should be done with the Umbers and Karstarks, but Jon says he will not punish people for their father's crimes and shows mercy to their children. Jon tells Sansa she can't question him in front of the other lords like that, but she just wants him to listen to her. They receive a message from Cersei ordering them to come to King's Landing and bend the knee. In King's Landing, Cersei has a fancy new floor map, and her and Jamie discuss how they are now surrounded by enemies. Jamie says that they need High Garden because they have the food, since winter is here, but that they also need allies. Mm. Cersei. Almost like I made that same argument at the end of last season. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, we'll talk about it. Cersei has invited Euron Greyjoy and his fleet to King's Landing, and Jamie is not happy about it. Euron prances into the throne room and says he wants to marry Cersei. Jamie is really not happy about that. Cersei declines, saying Euron is not trustworthy, so he says he won't return until he's brought her a great gift. At the Citadel in Old Town, Sam wants to get in the restricted section of the library, but he hasn't gotten his invisibility cloak. I was going to say, this sounds very (laughs) familiar to a different recap we would have done. Uh, but he can't because he's not a full maester yet. One of the archmaesters believes him about the White Walkers, but says that the wall has stood through it all, so all Freddy foreshadowing is not worried. That's a good That's a good little joke you put in there, bud. Thanks, pal. Yeah, I like that one. I knew you uh, <laughs> Sam steals some keys, grabs a few books from the restricted section to research for a bit of light reading. Mm. There's another callback. Uh, also, fuck this disgusting scene. I hate it so uh, much. True. Yeah. Hashtag true, except we're going to talk about it. So, uh, Back at Winterfell, Littlefinger is upping his creepy game with Sansa, but she continues to shut him down hard. Very good on you, Sansa. 
Somewhere on the road to King's Landing, Arya has supper with some Lannister soldiers and Ed Sheeran. Yes, that is the entire scene. Welcome to season seven, baby! Hell yeah, bro. You got to do a good old... Is that Randy Savage? No, it's Ric Flair. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) You got to have like a fucking neck vein that's about to burst. You got to be like a real psychopath with your eyes wide open too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clipping that. (laughs) That's going up somewhere. Um, Somewhere in the snowy riverlands, our dude Sandor is grouchy as hell that he's traveling with Beric, Thoros, and co. They stop for the night at the farm where the hound stole the stole from the father and daughter when he was traveling with Arya. They did not live through the winter, just as the hound said they wouldn't, so he buries them in the night. Sandor wants to know why the Lord of Light keeps bringing Beric back, and Thoros tells him to look into the fire where he sees the army of the dead at Eastwatch by the Sea. Back in Old Town, Sam discovers that Dragonstone is sitting on a mountain of dragon glass and sends a letter letting John know. Oh, and also, super gross, Grayscale Drora is in an isolation cell in the Citadel. Daenerys and her fleet arrive at Dragonstone, which is very conveniently abandoned, so she makes herself right at home. Mm. And that is the end of the episode. I... Hit me. I can't wait for this. I... You are already. I can't. I wait. need to take. I need to take over the fucking the fucking recaps because you're already <laughs> like pouring in the hatred no, into the recaps. No, These need to be. They're all just <laughs> like pouring in the jokes. I think is very what conveniently the amazing jokes. Um. No, Zach, I would never do that. Uh, because I love this episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you joking? Yeah, this episode is ass, bro. Really? This episode sucks. Just giant balls, and I yeah, do I, not I, like I dis- it at all. I disagree. Oh boy. Well, we we'll have to get into it. We'll have to talk so about it. So I, this. There, is why I wanted to know. I was like, is he on the same page as me with this? I don't know, actually. I well, look. It's. I mean, it it is. There's a stark contrast. Yes. Hey, hey. Um. Uh, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's fine. I think that there are there are truly bad episodes of Game of Thrones, and this is not one of them. I disagree. I think this is a truly bad episode of Game of Thrones. I think ninety ish percent of it is bad, and there's some tiny little good sections. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with one of the good. Uh, Arya. The, the cold open, Arya mm-hmm. poisoning all the frays. Um, yep. I think that's good, and I like that, and I think we did need closure from this because it was like, well, she, like, killed a couple frays for sure, but, like, did she really get a revenge? House Frey is right. still... Yeah. House Frey is still out there. House Frey is still doing stuff. But, nah, she she <laughs> she done did them all. She, uh, right. she did her whole thing, uh, and this this is a good scene. And and you gotta love the like these are, I feel like are um, like worthy one liners. You know, like yeah. you and I talk a lot about uh, some of like the dialogue writing mm-hmm. in the later seasons and how they kind of get a little like uh, what's what's the season word? Just five? Like, we talked about it a lot. 
Well, yeah, it happens a lot in season five. It happens a little less in season six, but I mean, it's it's definitely it's still there. It's still there, but I, I this this is one of those that like it it works. It resonates. It's good. The whole like leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe, yes. and then <clears throat> tell them the north remembers. Tell them winter came for House Frey. Mm-hmm. Love that all that shit. works. That all, all that works, works, and she nailed it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Got no problems with this. I. It feels like a little like I don't know if it deserved the cold open status because all the other cold open for seasons are like. Do you think it's like the whole, iconic? Like, it, keeping the actor out of the credits again? No, I, I mean, which actor would it be? The guy that plays Walter Frey. Oh, I guess I don't. Now, know. I mean, is he ever in the opening credit? I mean, sure, he probably. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, either way, I mean, like, I get it. It's it's also like, like this is, oh, man. I I just I remember this so vividly. Like, this is a point where. I mean, Game of Thrones had been hype mm-hmm. for a while, but season seven, this or like the build to season seven, I feel like was an astronomical difference in like the level of like trying to hype. You think? Yes. Like, well, there was a, a much longer wait time. Yes, there than was. usual. Yes, which contributed, and I think that like most people had caught on like people who caught on early watch it we're gonna yes yeah like and and the the people who had been avoiding it for forever even they had were given up and it. yeah yeah like like i think season seven was one of like the the biggest like changes in who the audience was you could be right um i mean you and, were i mean you were caught up before this but like you were caught up at this point and right um most people we knew that we were getting to watch it were uh, right. You could be right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know I got, that that's the reasoning. Right. I'm just, I just more of an observation really, but I'd be interested to see like what the like actual ratings were for like each, you know, season premiere. My guess is probably mm-hmm. the last season's got to be the biggest, but I don't know that it, it is. It, it, it is for sure. I've, I've seen the list. Okay. Anyway, uh, anything else about? No, no. This the scene's fine. It's good. Uh, Do you yeah, want to it... come back to Arya or talk about it now? No, we can talk about it now. Okay. Um, th- I feel like you and I are gonna differ on this. This scene is so fucking pointless, and I can't stand it. Okay, so pointless. I I I will agree to that. But like my my note specifically is I hated this when this came out, and now I'm like. Yeah, this is fine. Like You've gone soft in your old age, Zach. No, it's I, it still sucks. I've, I I have gone a little flaccid. Yeah, uh, in my old age, that does tend to happen. Um, this scene was created to give Ed Sheeran a cameo. It has yes. no other function, and the other function of like, oh hey, we're gonna show you that Lannister soldiers are they're not evil. They're just Ordinary, They're just people ordinary too. fellows too. I don't give a shit. I'm I fucking love the Lannisters and fuck that. I don't need to know that. We don't need to have Arya have this like fucking oh chatty buddy buddy scene with the Lannister soldiers and her make a joke about going to kill the queen. Awful. Hate it. Yeah. So can, I do want to share something with you. Okay. This yeah. this does give 
to me there's one there's one other point of this scene. Okay. What is that? Um Arya's a human again. Like Arya is like Okay. All okay. Like Arya's back in Winterfell. Not Winterfell. She's not or, I'm sorry, Jesus Westeros. She is like making these moves for herself. She's distanced the House of Black and White. And this is like she's not no one. Yeah. And like I I just I feel like this does give us like a good balance because like obviously Arya's extremely motivated by her revenge, sure. which is a catalyst in her, in who her character is. Um but she is also still a person and needs to be able to have a human interaction with people. You know, like she's not a mindless okay. like revenge-seeking zombie. You know what? I'll buy the human interaction angle. Uh, still don't I, like I the just, scene. I don't think it's like a fantastic scene yeah. or anything. But I'm like, oh, hey, like this this was enjoyable. It's cool to see Arya like have a conversation with somebody that she's not trying to kill, have a laugh, like just like be a human. It's you just, know, it bugs me how like obvious they are about it. Like about there, the Ed Sheeran thing? Yes, like there have been oh, sure. plenty of cameos in the show. Like Every season there's been a Yes, cameo. like the Coldplay guys being the band in the Red Wedding and, you know, getting like a flashing second of screen time. It's like, that's cool. That totally works. It's sure. like not intrusive. It's just they're there. They're fine. This is like, hey, guys. Get, look who this is. Get, look, uh, hey, guys, guys, check it out. It's like literally feels like a Friends episode where Brad Pitt shows up and like the crowd. The crowd. And ah! cheering. Like I need like a laugh track and cheering <laughs> on this scene. I think would make it better. Honestly. Look, I. Okay. So I am trying to look at this as like if this wasn't Ed Sheeran would the scene be okay? And it's fine. Like, it's not bad. It's not inherently bad. Is it, it a is little frustrating? A whole, I know, but look, listen, because I'm going to give you so, your argument some credit. Okay. Knowing some of the faults, and by the way, guys, look, fair warning, this is going to be a little coy because, you know, we've already talked about how we don't overall like the last several seasons. Season seven is a big one. Um so I, I we apologize in advance for like making some coy comments, but not really addressing what we're talking about. But like knowing some of the decisions on what the like what Benioff and Wise chose to invest their time in, yes, I can understand that because we, you and I have that hindsight of like this is where we spent right. time, this is where we spent money, yeah. this is where we you know like so I get that and I do understand and that angle like frustrates me i like just as much you know um but when i'm looking at at this as purely like what is this scene it's fine it's not something to be like this it's not an inherently bad scene that that's my point like i said i will i will shake to your Arya kind of needs a human interaction moment because she hasn't had one since season four well, she had one with Lady Crane, but it wasn't it, it wasn't like that was a stripped down thing that I think was also very valuable, but it wasn't like like this is still a young girl. Yeah. Like just like it it, it just it, it wasn't this, right? It is you you understand what I'm saying. I guess I understand I don't know what you're saying, that, and I'll buy that angle for it. I still don't love it, but 
I'm probably going to be saying that a lot. So anyway, um, <laughs> no, not you. Bran uh, gets to the wall. Uh huh. <laughs> poor Mira. Just, dude, I know she looks miserable. Dude, Mira <laughs> has been through some shit, bro. She just, she just looks like she needs a nap. Uh, yeah, love to truly. see Ed back. My dude looks good. Yeah. Like his beard is looking nice and like clean and yep. Uh, missed him so much. The obviously the Walter Frey missing him was a joke. This this is not a joke. I did miss Ed a lot. Right, right, right. Uh, and Bran is just like, hey, I'm gonna make you piss your pants real quick so you let us through the wall. <laughs> I would like to say something about this interaction, <laughs> Scott. What? I think it's so dumb that Ed is like. So Brand's like, or sorry, Mirror's like, this is Brandon Stark, right. you know, son of Ned, whatever. And Ed is like, well, how do I know that yeah, to be true? Prove it, basically. And and Brand does not prove it. No, Brand, no, no. Brand is just like, ooh. <laughs> and, and Ed's like, oh shit, dude. Oh shit. <laughs> Only Brand so Stark funny, scares dude. the shit out of people like that. I've heard. I've heard. Like how? I've how heard that- stories. How does that prove that this is Brandon Stark? Brandon, it's so funny. Brandon dude. Stark's the boogeyman, bro. Uh, dude, it's like that is so funny. It's like he does something. He goes off. He literally is like. <laughs> it, it's like he's he's jangling keys. It's like, hey, prove to me you're Brandon Stark. He's like, ooh, look over here though. Ooh. Okay, you can pass. <laughs> oh shit, guys. <laughs> Let this guy in. Uh, yeah, it's very stuff. funny, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Um, okay. Good, good moment. Not doesn't best make writing. a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Winterfell stuff. I mostly like this stuff. This is the. This is the. If your equation is to be true, yeah, the ninety this ten. This is the. T- this is the ten. Yeah. This is. This is probably the. Be- I'm looking through notes. I think well, this is probably the, the best Jamie stuff isn't bad. I think this is probably the best part of the episode. <laughs> um, Interesting. Okay. I like this. I don't know how to phrase this. I like this bit of conflict between Sansa and Jon. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that the, that she they talk about like how she tells him like, "Hey, you have to be smarter than Rob. You have to be smarter than Dad." I love that. Like that is great stuff. Phenomenal. It's it's also good because like for many watchers out there, like those characters are idolized for for sure for reasons of like I mean they like they deserve to be idolized. Yeah. They're great characters. But extremely times, yes, oftentimes when people idolize a character, they fail to see the negative yes, qualities. You know, sure. you and I talk about this with Daenerys a lot, um, and it's absolutely true with Robin Ned yes. as well. They, Love Ned they were death. idiots. He is a giant dumb dumb though. Yes. <laughs> we talked about it plenty in season one. Yeah. Love that dude to death, but he is so stupid. <laughs> a giant dumb He is a giant dumb dumb. Okay, yeah, I love that. Uh, Rob, great guy, had several extreme errors in judgment that really were his downfall. And yes. I appreciate the Sansa 
is very upfront and honest about that with John. And his whole thing is just like, just can you not do it in front of the, you know, our, all our my guys, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which I also think is very valid. And I think this conflict, if you will, like they're, you know, they're not like super angry at each other. Uh, sure. There's frustration. I think, I think there. that the show is trying, though, to paint the picture of like this growing tension. Right. Of like like a power struggle type of thing. And I think that doesn't work or land for me. I. It depends on what angle you're trying to look at it from. Like. If it's a power struggle in the sense of like. Sansa wanting to be validated and accepted and appreciated then it does work for me. Sure. But I mean, if, that's if, true and accurate. If it is right. If it is Sansa wants to be queen instead of John and will actually follow through in some type of scheme mm-hmm. to make that happen, then no, it does not work right. for me. Um, but there absolutely is a, a tension because yeah. Sansa has been absolutely fucked by everything Mm -hmm. and is like dude i have seen some shit i know who our enemies are and nobody is listening to me yeah you wouldn't listen to me when i tried to give you advice about ramsey mind you she wasn't letting on yeah much but the that interaction was still like like that was a real thing that happened like she was kind of put off to the side nobody you know uh I guess appreciated that she was there and available to give, you know, her counsel. And now it it it's heartbreaking I think to to see her or to see John go, "Well, how am I supposed to be smarter? Listen to you?" And she's like, "Is that be so would terrible? That, would that yeah. be so terrible?" Yeah. It's like, "Oh, dude." I I think the conflict between them is is very good and and natural because each of them do kind of they have like half the information if you will and both of them are like right but they want each other to like only see their side because john has seen the night king and the army of the dead and he's like no we got to worry about this shit and sansa has seen cersei and what she can do firsthand so she's like no we need to worry about this shit and the other two you know they have it like John doesn't know when J- Jack about Cersei right. and Sansa doesn't know Jack about the Night King. So it's like they're both like pulling like, no, you need to see things from my perspective. But that only goes so far because then at the end of the conversation, you know, they're also like Sansa's like, you're very good at this, you know, like leading. Right. And so it's like if they are trying to build that tension between them, well, then they just defused it with like, you know. You need them, to, yeah, correct. like not reconciling per se, but you know what I mean. Like they, you know, they're still on good terms. Like they right. want each other to do things a little differently. I I want you to know, like I don't think like every time you and I talk about duos or like the dynamic between two characters on the show, you know, we always talk about the Hound and Arya, Tywin and Arya. Arya and anybody. Really. <laughs> Tywin and anybody. <laughs> yeah, Ty- that's true. Tywin and anybody. Um, uh, Jamie and Brienne. Yeah. And I think one that I don't think it is like in, of the same merit necessarily of those, but like one that 
I I feel often goes unappreciated mm-hmm. is I really do like John and Sansa I agree together. Completely. I love them and i think that's it's probably because it's a later season development and like we talked about already we don't talk about the later seasons a lot right it it was it did start happening last season as well and i think we were realizing that like firsthand we're like oh these sansa john scenes are really good actually they're they're very good so yeah i agree completely cool uh what else happens oh okay uh Oh, right. I had a note on um, that nor- the northern music that, uh, I mean, it's like it's always playing whenever they're doing these like Im- like impactful speeches. When John calls the young lords oh, up yeah, yeah. to swear fealty and the northern theme starts playing... I don't know what it is, dude, but when those strings start, I am immediately like emotional. Music is powerful, dude. Dude, <laughs> like that specific song more than any other song. Like other songs in this in the show make me feel things or like yes. bring out emotion, but like this one always makes me want to cry. No, I I'm, always. I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh, it's funny you bring this up because. Uh, my friend Floyd and I were just talking about how how much music can make a difference, like how much it triggers emotions. And, yes. Because he recently watched through uh, The Leftovers on my recommendation, which you have yet to do, you piece of shit. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. And it has what I feel is maybe the best soundtrack of any show. Is it original ever. soundtrack? Uh, yes, mostly. Re- oh. Uh, and, and he was talking about how, uh, after he finished watching the show, like, uh, you know, one of the songs from it came on, he's like, this song just came on like, well, like on shuffle and I just wanted to cry. And I was like, dude, I know. And like the, the power of music when it's done well and it has emotional tie-ins to really good scenes, like for, for so long, like that shit is real, man. And that shit hits. It it does hit. Uh, you know what hits harder though? What hits harder? Um, Ed Sheeran. I fucking hate you. Uh, I'm glad you brought this scene back up because I almost forgot about it. Uh, I love John here. Um, yes. He his. You know he's got that firm hand because he talk like he talks about how yeah I've executed people that have, you know. Betray, betrayed me right. or it, it, you know disobeyed commands or stuff like that in the past but i will not hold you know kids responsible for the sins of their fathers and there's that you know that justness to him uh i love john here like sansa's way out of line here like what sansa come on what are you doing yeah yeah i think like it it's I don't think that this is an unSansa-like thing to do. Like it, it just—it's a thing that happens, and it's—it makes me be like, "Well, that's." If, I, if the show really was painting the angle of like Sansa wants to be the queen of the North, mm. then it could definitely be like, "Hey, this is a strategy to win favor sure. of the Northern Lords," right? Um. Which would be valid if that was the case, but I I just don't really buy that angle. 
So I think Sansa just has a very like knee-jerk hatred reaction of anything aligned with the Boltons, which you know what? Fair. Super valid. Super valid Super and fair. Valid. And I think that's the angle they're playing here. But it's just like these these are fucking kids. Like yeah. they didn't make those calls. Truly, yeah. Uh and John recognizes that and I love that from John here. So Yeah, I, I think what, what really lands during this scene is like he he says no and she challenges mm-hmm. one more time yep. with a more powerful argument and support from the northern lords and there is this like stewing silence mm. while john takes it in yeah and then he drops the hammer yeah uh and it and it works for me it's very good uh yeah it is very good the, the last the last little bit i want to call out here which you know it it might be cuz it's been you know two episodes back to back and then you know another episode in uh, earlier last season but um might be a little getting overdone now, but the Liana Mormont like calling out Northern Lords, uh, is still so good. It's 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 good. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're maybe leaning on that. They a little too are. much. Oh sure. I mean they're they're leaning on it because they had a whole seat right a year and a half between these. Fucking and everyone seasons. loved her. Like she everybody loved her. They're like, hey, media. let's do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But repetition does not mean it's inherently yeah, bad. No, I don't it, disagree. Like, it was it was a like it was a good scene i mean like i i it's believable i guess is what i'm saying like uh glover it i can believe glover saying well you expect me to put a spear in my daughter's hand yeah and i would believe liana being like bitch look at me (laughs) you know like which is essentially what happens and and it's great me (laughs) yeah yeah truly truly no i'm with you i'm with you all right let's talk about king's landing um Let's. I think this her like Cersei and Jamie scene is like fine. Like when it's just the two of them at first, when we get to Euron, every fucking thing falls apart. Uh but I guess I didn't it didn't strike me as anything like spectacular, did it for you? Uh, nothing spectacular other than the fact that like I, and I've said this several times before. I just like seeing these two on screen together. Oh, for sure. You know, and for for that reason. And um, I'm also like a fucking... And this is me being a sucker. I, I am a sucker for... Maps. Like, military talk and maps. Sure. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not joking. Like, I love a good start, map. Dude. And then you start talking strategy. Yeah. Boy, I am rigid. Let me tell you. Yeah, you uh... It's it's like a doorstop. Bing. <laughs> it's like a doorstop. Uh, yeah. So like when I when I see this like when I watch the scene, I'm like, ooh, this is things I like. You know. Sure. Um, I'm glad. Uh, the one thing I will say I'm glad about is that these two cleared the air, because we right. talked about about that a bit at the end of season six. It was like, it was tough to tell what. Jamie's reaction was going to be right and I think even these characters with each other have that same thing it's like well how because Cersei even asked him like are you afraid of me and he said he responds with should I be should I be uh and then they kind of you know they they like I said they clear the air a bit like you know Jamie brings up Tommen and you know Cersei kind of just dismisses it 
And yeah. she's basically just like, we now have everything, you know, we ever wanted, obviously minus the children. Uh, yeah. But this is what it is. It's done. We have to, like, you know, move forward from here. I Can I tell you, man, I, I kind of struggle with that angle from Cersei. What, just about, like, Tommen specifically? The, the just callousness about Tommen's death. See, no, I kind of... I kind of buy it. Do you? Yeah, because I think it's like she was so like for so long she was so concerned about it because of the prophecy, and it's like and now that it's happened and now it's that like, it's happened she's just she's kind of dead. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I, that, I truly think Cersei is basically dead inside at this point. You're, yeah. I mean, I would say that's that's a pretty fair like, assessment. Yeah, that's, that's even a good her love for Jamie seems like a little I don't know how I'm trying to say this like it's like a reflex it's just like oh yeah. no this is Jamie and I, I still love him but it doesn't seem as like true connected yeah that's that's a good take uh, so there's one thing that I think I've realized as as we're talking about this scene and very much in the same way that we we like this like dynamic that we got from Danny and Tyrion in the last episode of last season. Mm-hmm. And we'll have some more and you know we had some previously where where Tyrion is essentially like kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. We've not really had that from Cersei. You like we've not had that exchange like Tywin has had to be that in a very like demanding and like powerful way. Yeah. And she had to like kind of tuck her tail and say, okay. Um, but this, this is a dynamic we haven't seen Cersei in. And I do kind of like the, the more we're talking about it, though, I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, like Jamie having to be like, dude, you are a wreck. Like you are a wreck loose right now. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like you will go crazy you need to understand like we're not in a good spot. Right, right. Um yeah, it's I think I like this scene more than I thought I initially did and I initially liked it a lot. I more because I I I like this dynamic. I I yeah, like I said, I I don't it doesn't like it's not like earth-shattering for me anything. I I think this first part is fine like I said where where it all falls apart for me is you're on. Yeah, that's Look, um, Dude. let us like let let's just get out ahead of this thing. Okay, here. like, guys, listen. Uh, Euron is the like. I don't know that I dislike a character, even Obara Sand. That's what like, I, she's fun to dude, make make fun of. I was gonna <laughs> say the exact same. <laughs> really, thing. I was like compared to Obara Sand, even like I despise Euron. There's okay. I actually looked this up. Uh, th- there were awards for this episode, Zach. Uh, the awards for worst performance, dialogue, oh. costume. Uh, that's all worst. Oh, but he did win best Bam Margera impersonation. They all those awards went to Euron Greyjoy. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. This dude sucks, and I hate him. And there's nothing redeeming about him or his performance or his do you think dialogue? this guy will ever be like a successful actor after this i have no idea i, I does every is this universal does everyone hold this 
I, vitriol I feel, towards him? I feel like that's... Like, unless you're a fucking idiot. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those filthy commons. Yeah, dude. Look, hey, actually, speaking of the commons, I had a, I had a very... Uh, I sat and thought about this before we recorded for like five seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, I need to stop saying that because our listeners, the wannabes, would never be filthy commons. I need to respect our listeners more. That's true. I think you're saying it just in case someone like stumbles upon a common. Just no. Well, that, <laughs> I was gonna say just some rando stumbles upon the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. They, no, they. Yeah, you're you're saying it in a general sense. You're not calling our listeners commons. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I ah. like. I. I just needed to clear that yeah, up. Yeah. Clear the air. Absolutely. I don't want you guys thinking I think you're commons. If you're watching the We Don't Want a Podcast and diving this deep with us, you're not a fucking We've only done, what, like 80 hours of this at this point. (laughs) Dude, you know that we're getting close to 200 episodes total? Holy shit, that's too many. Uh, I have nothing else to say about this scene. I don't know if you want to say anything about it. It's terrible. the, the, The only enjoyable thing about it was the line that I had. I disagree. I think it's funny. No, I hate everything. I think that it's he funny, says. dude. You have to, Scott. You are so stuck does, on like. Why does he look like he just got back from the hot topic? Like uh, that's not what I said. I that's know, not but I'm just. About. I have let me rant. Dude, dude is already. wearing. Dude looks like he was part of fucking Green Day in the nineties or early two thousands. Fuck it. What were they yeah. smoking when they designed his costume? Look, man, this, I this show has some of the best costume design in the history of television. I'm not disputing any of that. I agree with you. God. Anyway, I this I, he makes me more irrationally angry than anything. I don't I don't like it. How angry he makes me. I also don't like him. Anyway. Uh, I also really don't like this Citadel scene. <laughs> Holy. Why did we need to see that? Yeah, uh, the smash cut, dude, is... I hope no one ate anywhere <laughs> near the time that they watched this episode. Like, within an hour so before or gross. after. You know how they say you're supposed to wait an hour before going swimming after? You... Yeah, yeah. It's well, like for me, it was 15 an... minutes. I... <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah. You have to wait an hour before watching this episode uh, if you're going to eat, at least. It's oh, disgusting. Dude. You know what you just made me think of? No, I don't know. What? Well, and it's weird because we're talking about how gross this is, but you made me think of when I was a kid, we would go to my aunt and uncle's place and swim like almost every weekend. Uh-huh. And I would always have like uh, a sandwich and put hot Cheetos in it. Koi. And and it's just so good, dude. Like just having that and then swimming, like out in the heat, and then you have a nice cold sandwich with some hot Cheetos inside of it. Oh, dude, dude. you sounded like a fucking stoner there. And I had put hot Cheetos in my sandwich, and it's just so good. Dude. It's just so good. It's just dude. so good. Dude. Zach, yeah. that has nothing to do with what we're talking. Yeah, about. I know, but like you're just you're hitting some core memories here, oh dude. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, fuck that. It's just so unnecessary. Don't need to see any of that. Um, but yeah, we get old Freddy foreshadowing talking about the wall. Yeah, I I don't 
I don't dislike this scene at all. Like uh, Sam having an interaction with like somebody new is is cool to me. Um, and also like I am biased because this is a guy that plays Horace Slughorn right, right, right. in Harry Potter, and I like him. I just it, I think he's like kind of a quirky, cool like actor. He has weird mannerisms in a lot of his characters, and I, I just like him. Definitely some of the best sections in that movie were to do with old Horace Slughorn and this. Do you know the actor's name? I don't, but I can find out. Uh, I do recall those sections being very fun, uh, even in the movies. So, or the yes. Movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I don't disagree with you. Once we get that past that, that bullshit. Um, Jim Broadbent. Jim, I should have known that. I did know that at some point. What else does he do? Um, I do. <laughs> to finish the other Sam stuff here, I do think it's a little ridiculous that Sam has to read about the dragon glass on Dragonstone in a book when Stannis did literally tell him that at one point. Yeah, it's just it's. It's just like a very convenient plot device, and it's like, Sam, you you already knew that, my guy. Like, Stannis fucking told you. Yeah, and like Sam doesn't seem like the. T- it's not a true. To- it's that this is yes. not believable. Like Correct. Sam would remember that. Right. It's yeah. just, it just seems it I just agree. seems so like hokey for him to be like. Oh yeah, Stannis told me that, but I had totally forgotten. It's like I a, gotta send Eureka, this to John. I yeah. should have known. Yeah. It's you know? like, oh, I gotta send a letter to John. John should know this. And it's just like okay. Sure. All, all we really needed was for uh Gilly to say something and then Sam be like, Wait, what did you say? Say that again, the last part. No no no, before that. <laughs> like, before do you know what I'm talking about? That fucking thing that like always happens yeah, in every fucking show movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I hate that. It's, it's not great. Uh anything else from Sam? No. Okay. <laughs> <I think so>. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Well, like no. <laughs> does anything else happen? Oh, There's nothing to talk wait, about. Jorah. Your boy Jorah's back, brother. Oh. Hell okay. yeah. Actually, yes. Hell yeah. That's that guy. whole arm dude fuck Jorah. dude that did jump scare me did it really yes i think it's cringe well, corny and terrible i don't like jump scares as a rule they're all cringing corny okay, and terrible well, but i was like looking at my like note screen when i was watching this episode i think and it was just like bah! and i was like Fah! <laughs> dude why like can we actually put ourselves in the mind of like somebody why would you do that what what is the purpose? Of oh, that? there's no purpose to it. It's that's it's so stupid. yeah. It's yeah. No, of course, so dumb. Of course. Uh, do you have anything to say about? We didn't really talk about this. Littlefinger and Sansa. That seems like very quick. It is very quick. I do have one quick. Okay. Uh, I just really really like Sansa being like she is. She is evolved. She's reached like final form, Sansa. Uh, there, there's no more, like, I'm not going to let you like do your thing. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a fucking child anymore. Right. Uh, and I love that. She's like, no need to seize the last word. Baelish. Funny. I'll assume it was something clever. It's so good. My, my guy, like, <laughs> 
he's he's feeling his control slowly slip away from him, and I do feel like uh, his actor is portraying that very well on his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, like you could tell he's he's not feeling the way things are going for him lately. Like if he could if he could go if it was appropriate for people to do this in Winterfell, ah. Uh... <laughs> That's what he would be yeah, doing. <laughs> truly, 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 yeah. truly. All right, let's talk about uh my dude Sandor. Okay. Sandor Clegane. Uh I like parts of this scene. Okay, I need to ask you, do you like when they're riding on the horses and Sandor's being like a grouchy bitch? It's fine. I it's probably a little overdone, but I don't outright hate it that's how i feel i do hate something later though i this is another one of those like like sandor is a one-liner machine in this show and even good there can be too much of even good things Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't love that we see this, like, progression from Sandor to where he becomes more human. He becomes, like, mm-hmm. capable of having, like, intimate conversations. Yes. And it's just gone. This sequence is very interesting because there's there's kind of, like, three aspects to it. And I'm pretty neutral on one. I hate another and I love the last. Okay. I'm pretty neutral about this this banter they have. I will say it is a real <laughs> Sandor calling Thoros, who still has plenty of hair, a bald cocksucker is such a power move. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> I hated that, dude. I hated it. I, I kind of love it because it's just like, dude still has a ton of hair, and you're going to call him bald. It's so, like, childish. I, I got a good kick out of that. I hate it, dude. I'm it's so, like, what are we doing here? What who Like, who's writing that? It's so, I think it's stupid. It's It's whatever. The part that I love is all of everything that relates to the father and the daughter. Yes. Uh, the burial scene. Yes. Um, all of that stuff. The the rest of it, the fire and the him looking into the flames and them talking about the Lord of Light. Terrible. I remember you hating that when we watched this. Did I? To, yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it. It doesn't make I still don't. It doesn't make any sense. And I do not like it. Yeah, it's it seems like a very um I don't know, like this might this might be kind of like abstract, but I feel like season 7 we've got to stop talking about it as a whole. Yeah. And respect our listeners, but like even in just some moments already from episode 1 there is this like really strange need to rehash and remind of like things that like like the, you're right there's no point of this yeah. like what like other than we got to go to eastwatch 
That specifically, right? Because they're already headed up there. But they already. It know. doesn't need to be the Hound. Doesn't, doesn't like like he he's not going to become a fucking believer in the Lord of That's Light. That's my biggest thing it's, with it. It's so like, it is so pointless. For it doesn't make sense, and the whole like idea of reminding the audience, hey, this is a big deal. This is scary. This is the bad stuff. It's like, dude, respect the fucking watcher. Yeah. Like, it, why are we rehashing this stuff? And like, we know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I so. don't like it at all. Like, this is why would so he just gave you like a five minute like rant about how dumb your God is and how he doesn't believe in them. Uh, the ha- Sandor is a known hater of all things fire. Why mm, the f- I have something to say. About why that. the fuck would like he be able to see anything in the flames? There is no precedent for that in the show. Right. It just it, it could have been Barrick. It could have been Thoris. It could have been anyone. It it felt fake. It like uh, you know we've given Rory McCann plenty of like praise in the show, but it right. felt like even in that scene it was like he didn't believe what he was doing. Um. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I have I agree with about like ninety five percent of what you're saying. There, the only quibble I have with your overall take about this is, given the material to work with, I actually think Roy McCann did an incredible job with what he was supposed to do. I well, see, that's the thing. Like, it was I think it was already terrible, and I just I didn't believe him. The, I guess like the way that I wa- that I interpreted this, and the way that I like thought about this was like well it's a good thing that it was like Roy McCann dealing with this you know because like that's fair enough um like him getting up and like being coaxed into like go over to the flames right I thought that was believable his body language is uncomfortable he like looked like no that part sure so I I I like I actually have it that specific thing in my notes of like like he looked visibly like in a bad spot, just uncomfortable. I'm talking more specifically once he starts like, oh, there's this mountain shaped like an arrowhead. And once he starts actually seeing the stuff in the yeah, place, yeah. it's just like, it's like you're just reading off a list of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I, I, this, it's just the most unnecessary thing. The like, worst are, are, part, the worst part is dude just had a magical religious experience he literally, he saw things in the flames yeah and and said these things out loud after making fun of their fire god and all this uh and then later that night goes outside and and buries these people and says a prayer to the seven it's like a whiplash dude it like that vulture that makes sense i don't know that's a weird thing to I, like i i understand your point but also like Humans are creatures of habit, man. Like, yes, and that well, that's my whole thing. Is like that scene was great. I think that fit his character perfectly with him. Like, you know, he's trying to change. He's like trying to like, you know, kind of live by the things that Brother sure. Ray talked about. Yes, and like, you know, he he stumbles through this prayer and he's just like, fuck it. It's like that's true. That's real to Sandor's character. Yes, it's just like the rest of it was so not and it's just like they literally whipped back and forth between those two 
yeah one right after the other again i i i totally like i totally get with like get what you're saying i i don't think that his experience with the flame like harms the scene or the intent or like whatever like i didn't feel like the whiplash that you're talking about i do understand it like on paper what you're saying but i i just i, I don't know in my head i just go back to like if you know I, and i'm sure some people out there listening and watching can relate like if you've ever struggled with your faith or whatever like like you don't just have this like switch that flips on and it's like oh now i'm just like a believer like people are creatures of habit i i don't think him having this like quote unquote religious experience would affect him going out there and doing what he's used to and what he feels is right you might be right um but i but i also like i I need to give credit where it's like i fully wholeheartedly agree in how bad the whole like quote unquote religious experience thing was um i i just i don't feel like it carries into like i don't think it hurts the the following scene i think it just feels like such an unforced error because it's like thoros and beric are right there like this did not need to be him truly yes yeah agreed completely it's so so stupid uh all that being said like his performance and everything like relating to like you know the callbacks to like obviously the 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 father and the daughter uh, and his like, you know, you can tell like his genuine remorse, right? For all that, like, all that hit, and yes, it's agreed. just unfortunate that that other bullshit was like sandwiched in the middle of it. Uh, because him going out and burying and Thoros coming out there, all that uh, I loved and was great. I I agree. Um, I I'm just like. I am ready for the Hound to still be a grizzled man, but, like, the version that we saw, like, starting to kind of, like, emerge towards the end of the Arya, like, duo Mm -hmm. and into the Brother Ray like, scenes, that's the Hound that I'm ready, like, that matured, aged introspective Mm -hmm. and more thoughtful but still struggling with getting there yes is is way more interesting than like the one-liner cheeky like let me call you a bald cocksucker and then (laughs) also like something you're a dumb cunt or like like he's already said the dumb cunt before you're 100 it's like i uh, yeah like don't miss like you know for for everybody listening like don't don't misunderstand like there is still enjoyment to be had Mm -hmm. in those scenes when they happen like i i can't tell you the fucking psychology of it but like sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't but like in this moment it just doesn't work for me i i see what you're saying but i i totally agree with with that version like while we love and laugh and you know uh cackle when he's you know calling people you know saying people suck and calling them bald right and like we love all that but i feel like i can speak for you as well when i say that our favorite hound scenes are like for example when he's having that like extreme heart to heart with aria about like how what happened when his brother you know scarred him and uh you know when he's 
pleading for her to kill him, you know, when he's talking to Brother Ray. It is those introspective, like, where he is trying to grow or change or mature that are the best scenes. I have a great follow-up to that, and then we'll we'll, we'll put this shit to rest. Sure. Characters like Braun, Mm -hmm. all day. Yes. Braun doesn't have some deep-rooted, like... Story that is being flushed out and right. like growing as a character. That's not who his character. Give that to those characters all fucking day. Yes, uh, and it works. Torment isn't well. Torment more so than the Hound. I feel like, but maybe not as much as Braun. Like Torment has has grown as well uh, and yeah, come yeah. around on John, but he's bit, still yeah. a goofy fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. weirdo. And also, it helps that like he's lived a completely different life for you know like so. He just doesn't get it, which, you know, it, it's great. Um, but, yeah, like, the people that you're giving a, a a story arc to, a character arc, at some point, those those things need to go. For sure. Um, yeah, geez, we talked about we that did. for, like, a lot longer than I thought yeah. uh, we would. Uh, what last, else is... Last thing is just Daenerys, which is short. Um, oh, right. Someone should be here. I'm sorry. Uh... It's Dragonstone is an extremely important stronghold that is like a 20 minute ferry ride. I almost said ferret ride. That'd be weird. Yeah, I love those. Quit riding ferrets, guys. It's like a 20 minute ferry ride to King's Landing. Okay, well, that's not true, but like. No, it's extre- It's like right there. It's very close, it but it's not. It guards the that entrance close. to Blackwater Bay, which is right there. If Stannis has abandoned it, sure, fine. He but that didn't. was actually, like he a long time he ago. left a token force. That was a long time ago. If there's like 20 Lannisters here holding it down, like something, give me anything. This is like the dumbest strategic move of all time to leave also it abandoned. How much, how much do you yeah, aside from the the strategy from like the people in Westeros leaving this abandoned, uh-huh. how much do you love Danny just like strolling up and and just landing and just walking up? I mean that I don't have a problem with because they've already that, that like that ship has sailed. You're like established, oh it's abandoned. And it's just like, okay, sure, like it just seems weird that she'd be the first one in. <laughs> well, I see. I don't view it that way. Like I'm, I imagine they had advanced advanced scouts. Or okay. Something. All right. Well, like, that's that's very uh, generous. Of yes. You. Well, I'm not being generous in that. I know they wanted this to be like a dramatic and like somber moment. Sure. But it's like give like just like have Grey Worm walk up a little bloody and be like, yeah, there were some Lannisters here, but we sure them. you're good. To I, go I, I totally get what you're like, saying. And I don't disagree. That's all I need. It is literally like the dumbest possible military decision anyone could ever make to leave that abandoned. Like yeah. it's just oh, boy. Don't 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 not like that. But the rest of it is this is totally like dramatic and fine. Good. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. Um so. interesting. Wow. This is the most uh varying discussion that we've had on a Game of Thrones episode in a fucking hot minute, Scott. Yeah. It has uh, been. And I, I enjoyed it. This was cool. Uh yeah, I actually did too. 
uh, we we talked longer than I thought we were gonna. We well, yeah, I I have a feeling that we need to be prepared for that in these last we seasons because again, maybe whether it's like us disagreeing about things. Yeah, I know that I'm gonna have a lot of thoughts because I haven't seen these. Seasons we haven't seen them as much. The once. Yeah. So also um, like our discussions will probably like like they did even here while we talked about them when we disagree or when we talk it out between us it you know brings up more discussion because it's like oh it's funny you mentioned that because this or you know right 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 prompts that response so yeah uh we still have who be thrown in to do i have not even given this a fucking hair of a thought i haven't either and it just occurred to me that this is probably going to be a real shit show uh (laughs) last time on a good fucking episode uh when we last left off cersei lannister the queen of the seven kingdoms what does jamie say two kingdoms at best uh three kingdoms at best three yeah which is very good uh cersei lannister take the number one spot john snow at number two denair oh hey did you notice i updated everything i was about i was gonna let you finish you updated cersei danny Aria. Is that Arya? Yeah. Hell yeah, I, my guy. Even more than that, I got. I actually did prep. You did some work. Week. Yeah. Aren't you proud of me? Uh, Cersei's looking fire in her new outfit. John's looking good. Uh, Daenerys was at three. She's looking good. Arya, I don't love her like slicked back hair so much, but yeah, she's fine at four. Uh, and Lyanna Mormont at five. Um. Yeah, Zach, I don't even know where you want to begin with this week. Okay. Um, well, look, there's a lot of things to like dislike and kind of harp about. But one of the things that you and I lean on heavy is the scenes. And I think that I think that John has some of the best scenes. Yes. I think John is definitely going to stay. Uh, I think he's a solid one or two for me in my, like when I'm thinking about the episode as a whole, you are probably right. I do think that Danny as well, finally touching down on Dragonstone. That is a huge moment. She's for her. getting a free fortress. Yep. A probably. Free, yeah, dude. Yeah. Literally no, she hit free. the jackpot. She, she, she fucking hit free parking on that shit. It was like, Oh, dude. you got Dragonstone for free. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh I think Arya is going to be on the list as well. I think Arya makes the list because of she wiped out House Frey. I think that's mm-hmm. for sure. I think this is going to be almost a pure performance and scenes one. But I think... Uh, where the fuck is he? I think the Hound needs to be on this list. My guy Sandor. I could shake to that, yeah. Um, Leanna's not going to make it, yeah. like She has a decent little part there, but... I, I mean, I, I really do... It, it just from the way like you and I talked about it, it felt like I liked her moment more than you did, but I, I, I did really like it. Dislike um, it, but it's so small. Yeah, sure. No, I, I agree. That's that's why I am uh, agreeing with you that I don't think that. Uh, um, Jamie has a case. Does he? We mostly. Well. We enjoyed parts of his scenes. I mean, who else are you yeah. thinking? So, I'm not sure, but I needed to. I needed to call you out on something here. Call, yeah, um, call me out. I mean, it's it's not that aggressive. Last episode, uh-huh. the finale of season six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when you were petitioning hard for Cersei uh-huh. over Danny, yeah, I was upset with you, and I was like, "You are not acknowledging how powerful the allow the alliance with the Reach is." No, I acknowledged it. No, but you were like, "Ah, but all their army died," and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, but the Reach still produces literally everything." Oh no! Yeah, I and tossed, I was trying I to get that whole thing off. You were just night. being a total dipshit about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jamie said basically verbatim what I fucking told you when ah. I was petitioning for. Look, I'm not like, ah. like I'm okay with the way that our Hoobie Throne and ended last week, but fuck you, and I'm just way better than you. So okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know something that we didn't talk about at like at all is the fact that Tormund is the Night's Watch now. Like he makes that crack, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he makes a list. I, I, I think it's very. I think it's funnier that he says it and looks like at all the northern yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. like sub bitches. Yeah, sub bitches. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, I brought Sam up. What you, what you? What's your thoughts on that? He stole some books. He re- he. Remembered. Sam should get negative points yeah, for being an idiot no and not remembering what Stanley right. said. You're right. And for making us uh, have to watch that fucking slop scene. Also true. Does Cersei make the list? We haven't talked about her yet. I, I'm inclined to say no. Not on a... Not for anything to do with, like, positioning. Because, I mean, she is the queen she just gained big new fleet big new allies but i think that this this episode kind of sh- yeah she does gain an armada which is a big we do need to account for that but yeah i guess the way that i'm a- acknowledging cersei is like this episode i feel like showed us that she is not being super considerate of their position um out well I think she is. I just don't think she's as worried about it as she probably should be. Like, right. as Jamie is. But again, I'm going to go back to, I think part of that is because I truly think she's just kind of dead inside. And, like, right. is just kind of like, whatever. Well, she must be if she left Dragonstone unattended. <laughs> truly. Okay. So, okay. Let me let me put it this way to you to kind of maybe expedite this a little bit. I think John, Daenerys, uh, Sandor, Arya are locks that gives us four so my question to you is is there anyone else or are we picking between jamie and cersei for the last spot uh do we go dolorous (laughs) you know i would love to he fucking looked good um fucking shat his pants though (laughs) look at my guy um man i think buddy I don't think. No, not Bran. Sansa. I don't think so. I mean, she gets shut Same down either. by John. Yeah, she does. She kind of dunks on. Like on she, her Littlefinger, and John have a good scene together, yeah. and I like that. Like I said, that she brought up the whole Ned and Rob thing, but I don't know if that's enough. Boy, are we choosing? Okay, I mean, look, let's be honest here. If if we are choosing between Jamie and Cersei, it's going to be Cersei. I mean, she, despite her being kind of mentally like unavailable, yeah, she did just acquire an armada. You're probably right. 
and like, Jamie. Yeah, and we're thinking. I think honestly, I kind of, I kind of think we're thinking too hard about this. You're probably right. I just wanted to show Jamie's new picture. Is this the same list as last week, other than the Hound? Yes, it's the okay. Hound for Leanna, basically. Uh, okay, so what's what are you? You said John goes one or two. Do you think he goes? I don't know. Does he deserve one? I kind of think Danny goes one. I kind of think maybe Aria go. I mean, she did wipe an entire. She wiped house, out an entire house, but she also had a terrible had dinner scene with, with Ed. Ed. <laughs> Drew, Let, I let's, just, let's I, go. Danny one. Danny, you, getting, you're always so Danny hitting opposed. free parking does not move the needle for me at all. Dude, it's not just like my argument is not that she got a free. Dragonstone. My argument is that this is the impending fucking like. All right, all right. Just wreck. Like it, she is finally in Westeros. To 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 that she, she's point, taken her ancestral seat. To that point, she's, and also to so you never bitch at me again about what happened at the end of last season. <laughs> I will acquiesce to Daenerys at one. All right, good. Uh, I think John Cersei are next. Arya wiped no. out the entire house. Uh, maybe Cersei Arya. Ar- 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 uh, dude, I think Cersei's like a five for me. Her scenes I did not love. Well, she did yeah. gain an armada. Of course, I didn't love Arya's scenes either. Uh, let's, you know what? Fuck it. Let's put Sandor at two. No, <laughs> that's so dumb. His scenes were great. Well, partially. well, no, they weren't oh, even they perfect. Were. Okay, John. I'll shake to John because I, he's still I in a go good. John. He's still in a good position, and his scenes were all good. Yes, that's, and that, he that, showed that. a very merciful but steady leadership hand. Yes, I agree. Okay, I'll sh- I'll absolutely shake to that. Arya, Man, I'm just I, gonna go ahead and do this right now. Like, I just, I just don't. I think, I think it is insanely like. I think, it, I think you're being very dismissive because you didn't like the scenes of Cersei. Why, why have our roles flipped? Why are you defending Cersei against me? Because, because I'm trying to be unbiased. I here, man. know, but we do. And we you are, are not. biased. And also, again, no, performances Scott, and scenes are the something fucking... that we take heavily into account. Check the tapes. <laughs> you are biased as fuck. Okay? You're I biased, think... too. You try not to be, but you are. That I'm literally saying I'm trying not to be biased. I'm, tr- I'm making a concerted effort to avoid being biased. You think Cersei goes three. I don't think she goes last. I'm up for conversing. Her dude, her posi- okay, she is now the queen of three kingdoms at best. That's more than a lot of people. That's more than Daenerys. Hound had a really really good burial scene and he can see into flames now. Okay, no, fucking fuck fine. Jesus off, Christ. Dude. Okay, Cersei 3 or 4. I okay. got magic powers this episode. <laughs> Look, I think, in my opinion, I think it's either Arya or Cersei. I think Arya. Are next. 
Okay. Because so her, uh, your, your armada, your allies, Cersei even says at best, uh, are unreliable and untrustworthy. Sure. So her yes. big armada, I don't think is as big a get as you're like wanting to frame it as. But I will shake to her going it for Arya did in fact wipe out an entire house. Uh and she had a nice human interaction. <laughs> if I feel bad putting the hound at five here, because aside from John, he was the only one that had a good episode. This feels Yeah, but he bad. also had a very bad episode. It was it was it was fifty fifty, dude. Yeah, you're not wrong. I still I can't believe you were so down. I still think him calling Thoros a bald cocksucker is such a power move. Like that's so it's so unnecessary okay. and uncomfortable. Can I for. can I tell you the only part of that that I really liked? What is it you really liked? Is that he mutters under his breath the last part of it. Yes. The uh, like the very end of it, he's like fucking bald ass. Like like there's some <laughs> some shit. It's very him, that he calls him bald like three separate times. <laughs> yeah. You think you're fooling anyone with that top knot? bald asshole. I just like, I think Thoros like is just bald up on the top and he's pulling his side hair I up mean and... probably but it's just it's 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 very funny because like the dude has just of all the things to go after him for like the ball thing is yeah it's real dumb all right so are you good with this I'm good with I'm this. not happy but if you're happy I'm happy look man Dude, oh, yeah. what the fuck? Daenerys at one? When did I agree to that? <laughs> I think I went into a coma. She yeah. did nothing. Okay, fine. Daenerys is your number one spot for season six. You know what? That is just a harbor. Did you, did you, uh, I feel like you pulled the, uh, the screen, the background off the side on the right side. Oh, shit. Did I? Do you see that? Yeah, I do see that. That's supposed Fix to that be, shit. that's supposed to be locked. Live production. Hey, this is a great opportunity for me to tell all you fucking listeners and watchers to go hit us up on the Twitter and on the Instagram at we don't want a pod. Oh no, that and nobody else will see that. I don't think nobody will see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Everybody will see the Twitter and the Instagram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, what yeah, are we my doing here, dude? On that was We're fucking professionals, day. dude. No one will see that shit. Nah. Nobody's gonna see that shit. Don't don't even bother. God. Uh, tell your grandmas about the show and uh, share this with a friend who you think might like uh, our kind of we're polarizing. We're fucking. Yeah. Holy shit. How has this episode gone on for long? Daenerys one, John two, Arya three, Cersei four, the Hound five. Uh, Zach, I fuck this episode. I'm giving it a four. Wow. Yeah, I'm giving this a six. Boy, that that is that is for sure our biggest differential in rating. I feel like I don't have the stats to back that up, but I just I have a feeling. Yeah, I was I was going between five five and six is kind of where I was at, and I think I'm gonna. Le I was leaning more five five at the beginning, uh, and the more that we talked about the Cersei Jamie scene, the more I liked that. Um, 
Fair enough. So it kind of pulled me up to the six. So yeah, we'll see. Look, I uh, th- I am very unsure of what the rest of the season breakdown and discussion is going to look like, but I'm here for it, man. Like, hell yeah, we got to do this when we were doing Harry Potter. We got to do this when we were doing One Piece. Uh, it's I, fun. I, I, I like. I, I do like when we have like a uh, passionate discussion yes. uh, about a we, difference of opinion. We've had plenty of jizz fests where we just, you know, circle jerk an episode to death like last episode. Uh, you know, it's fun to switch it up and have that passion discussion. Right. Sometimes you got to use your left hand, you know. Definitely. <laughs> you got to you got to definitely get there. Um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and call it there, guys. We appreciate you guys for listening and watching. If you guys are new to the YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and uh, hit the little notification bell. You know all the fun YouTube stuff, and we will see you guys next time. Bye bye.